everyone. It's Shelby with Flash Boss Radio. I know it's been a long wait since the last episode. Um, when I first started this podcast, I said that I would do an episode every other Thursday. And since then, I've decided to take myself off of a schedule to allow um, more possibilities for more episodes, um, more than just twice a month. So I promise there will still be two episodes a month at the very least, but I'm really hoping for more. I have a ton of interviews in the hole, and I would love to just put them out there, and I just can't wait for every two weeks, so good news. Today, I'm interviewing Janelle Paris. She is the founder of Lash Affair by Jay Paris, and Janelle is someone I've worked with for a couple of years, and I can personally attest to how passionate she is um, to elevate this industry, and she is just a really level-headed person, always has the right thing to say, and I think you guys will really enjoy um, hearing from her. So without further ado, here is Janelle. So what sparked your interest into um, being a lash artist in the first place? So I had a very like aha moment when it happened to me. I um, was going up shopping with my friend and she was like, um, I got these lash extensions. I was like, oh yeah, I'd seen it like a couple times on like JLo. She was the one I think that made it pretty popular and mainstream. Um, so anyways, I picked her up and she got her, she looked over at me and I was like, oh, like, and that, that was the moment I was like, I need to do that. I need that part of my life. I need that on my face. I want to do that to everybody. It was like, just snowballed into this like full blown obsession. So, um, yeah. And I was doing makeup and esthetician stuff like waxing and facials and then I slowly started to integrate lashes and then before long I would say I was just 90% lashes and then about 10% makeup so so over my life were you working from home or were you renting space or how where did you have your setup so I already had my own business um or I was a little as studio and I was doing makeup and aesthetic services. So it was easy for me to integrate lashes because it was just natural. Right. Um, did you ever like have employees or were you always just like a one man show? I had um, a little girl that I was training for a little bit, but um, not for long because I ended up transitioning out of the room kind of shortly thereafter and moving. So that was kind of short lived. So what made you want to start Lash Affair? Did you feel like there was a void in the industry or you just wanted to get out of the treatment room? No. So um, it's not that that I felt that there, well, actually, no, that's not true. I did feel that there was a little bit of a void because I was, um, you know, new to the industry and, you know, learning, trying out different things and all the products that I had tried, just there wasn't any like love to it. It would just show up in this little cardboard box and like just didn't have anything special about it. So um, I did see a little bit of a void and I try to fill it up. Okay. And like when, so when was that? Was that like 2013, right? It was 2013. I mean, it really was more like the end of 2012, um, but that was just, it was just a concept and, you know, it takes a little while to get things going. So we officially launched in um, 2013. So with the entire love, um, aspect, um, your, the brand Lash Affair and all the products have to do with 
this love theme. Um, kind of talk to me about that. So the love branding sort of came very organically. Um, like I was saying to you earlier, my first experience with lashes was it became from zero or it went from zero to like a hundred in like an instant. Um, it was like that second I saw my friend that had the extensions, I was like obsessed. Um, so when we were sort of getting creative with branding, um, it just, it happened organically because we wanted to sort of play off my feelings towards it and how obsessed and how in love with the feeling, the industry, the product, the service, um, people's reactions to getting the service, just the entire process. Um, so I thought it was, I mean, I think it's great. I mean, I'm a little biased, but, um, we got a lot of fun creating these names and trying to come up with, um, fun sort of, um, intimate descriptions. So yeah, seem to really, I like the, uh, the size matters tweezers. I thought that was really funny. It's cute. Shout, shout out to our girl, Kendra, Kendra. our little focus groups. Um, cause I love getting feedback from the team and, um, our brand ambassadors. So when we were in our little focus group, she mentioned that and I was like, boom, that is a hundred percent what we're calling those. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> so shout smart. out to too for, um, so- helping create the product too. Mm-hmm. Uh, not mention that. <laughs> when did you notice it start to blow up? Because now, you know, Lash Affair is always talked about on Instagram or in forums. I always see it on people's stories on Instagram and Snapchat. So when did you feel like, wow, this is actually becoming a little empire? Two seconds ago. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I guess I just don't think about it. I'm like, wow, did we blow up? Um, No, I mean, to be honest, this past, even just this past year, these this first three months of the year have been so amazing for us um, in the sense of that we've, uh, our team has grown. So I have a lot more support. Um, so things are just running more smoothly and we're able to provide a lot more support for our customers. And um, that, that's been really exciting. So that kind of made it a little real when I was like, wow, like we kind of have a big team now. Um, yeah. But yeah, that made me really proud because I just love my team. They're, they're solid. Um, as far as like the line of products, um, because you guys have lashes and tweezers and adhesive, what do you guys think, or what do you think that Lash Affair is most known for? Oh, what do we, I feel like we're known for our adhesive. Mm-hmm. In, in my opinion, the True Love Adhesive is our number one selling product. Um, thank you all, everyone who supports us. Um. <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's that one. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I think it's the tweezers, the mm. the double dates. Double are, dates. <laughs> those are my favorite tweezers ever. We have, honestly, we probably have close to 40 pairs between the two salons. I'm not kidding. And we love them. Um, but yeah, no, the adhesive too. I love the adhesive. I, I always go back and forth between true love and the one just depending on the Texas humidity, but, um, how about clear connection? Have you been loving oh that Oh my God. Yes. I love that one. Is that one out yet or it's, it's not, um, we're actually, it's ready to go. We're just waiting on some packaging because there was a hiccup. Um, mm-hmm. shocker. No, not really. Um, so push the launch date back. Um, but we're definitely working super hard to get everything done and, 
ready for you guys because I'm so excited about that adhesive. Um, I've actually been lashing a lot more lately in my free time, um, testing all these products, and I've been using Clear Connection, and it is uh, pretty, pretty good. I know. I love it because I have it at our Austin location, and every time I'm in Cedar Park, I want to reach for it, but I don't have it over there because I'm just like testing that bottle and I just really can't wait to order more. When do you think it'll um, be released? Um, I'm hoping a few weeks, two mm-hmm. weeks. So like April? Yeah, I would say for April. Um, yeah, I, w- I was working with it in a 16% humidity and it was grabbing like a dream. I'm like, all right, this is, this, this is doable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What, um, what's your, I guess, driving factor behind releasing the products that you release or like the order you release them in? So the inspiration behind the clear adhesive actually was about a year ago, I was talking to Lori, um, from Canada Mm -hmm. and she was like, I think we should bring on a clear adhesive. I think it'd be great for colored and, you know, the mega volume. And I'm like, perfect. So we've been testing for about a year and then coupled with the packaging, um, creation, it's, it's been a while that we've been working on it. So, um, she definitely was, um, an inspiration behind the idea with that one. And TLC, that lash cleanser, um, I love it by the way, but why, um, like what was the story behind that? Well, I think that, um, it's just, it's a necessary product. In, in everyone's arsenal. So it just was natural for us to come out with our own. So, and that was another product that took forever to finally get the formula proper. Um, Cause I find a lot of them to burn and sting. And I just find that really irritating. So I was like, you know what, I'd rather just wait. And then t- till we get it perfect. Um, or I don't like that word perfect, but get it right. And um, we did. And I think that we really released a a good product and everybody seems to be really enjoying it, which makes me so happy. I know. And it's it's pretty like doable. It's affordable for artists. So I like it. Um, We've been selling it like crazy at the salon. Oh, good. I love that. Love yeah. to hear that. that was a fun one. We worked on that for a really long time. So I'm glad I everybody- know that took you guys like you. You were testing it yourself, too. Right. Like mm-hmm. for about a year, too. Yeah. You know, working with different labs and just just seeing who could come through um, the most and the company that we decided to work with, I think, really delivered a outstanding final product. So. Mm-hmm. So what do you look for whenever you're welcoming a new brand ambassador or trainer onto your team? So anyone who applies, um, they fill out an application. So they come to us. Or if I see somebody that just has really amazing work, because I think it starts there. Um, their online presence, obviously. Do they have great attitude? Are they passionate about the brand? Um, and I think that's the most important, just passionate about what they do and it helps that if they're passionate about Lash Affair <laughs> as well. For sure. What yeah. is your favorite product that Lash Affair has right now? Definitely the TLC cleanser. What was it before it came out? Um, I would have to say my double date tweezers. <laughs> okay. Actually, no, that's not true at all. Love that adhesive, but my lash pillow, that's my favorite item in life because do, do you sleep with it too right oh yeah you mm-hmm. use it? travel with it it's just I mean partially because I have uh, neck problems from lashing like 
a crazy person back in the day, mm-hmm. but just uh, provides me with so much support for my lashes and my neck. So it's, it's really perfect for me. So whenever I first started using it, I was so used to my own pillow that I kept on like tossing it like in the middle of the night. And then after about a week, I noticed that I would be reaching for it because mm-hmm. I would be wanting it um, when I was yeah, sleeping. <laughs> I, I put it on top of my pillow. So um, yeah, yeah, I, I do. I reach for it in the night if it slips away, like I wake up. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, no, it is pretty cool. Um, but now I sleep on my back. Um, I just like tuck something under my legs, but I was using that when I was sleeping on my side and it does help. Um, totally. What are you, what questions are you guys getting from, you know, users or lash artists that are using your products? What, what question comes through customer service the most? The questions that we get the most are, are adhesive questions. And I find that a lot of people um, don't really understand how to work with the product. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause we try, we try to troubleshoot with people the most, first of all, because if there's something that they're doing, we want to help them out so they can correct it. And, you know, these issues won't continue to happen. So we ask them, what's your um, temperature and humidity in your treatment room? And a lot of the times people say, I'm not sure. So that's, you know, a red flag right there. So then we go through a series of questions and explain to them why it's important to have that um, because it's an important tool for you to manipulate your environment and so on and so forth. So um, adhesive questions. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine because I I find that when I'm teaching a class or something, a lot of times, um, you know, even if it's just classic, maybe they were trained before with another company and they maybe learned like the painting or the shimmying or just like picking up a ton of adhesive and stuff like that. And so I feel like it's user error a lot of times, but sure. Yeah. I I learned that way, believe it or not. Yeah. So did I, um, horrifying to look back. (laughs) I know. I I remember I'm like, Oh my God, rude. Like, (laughs) But you didn't know better. And it's like, if you don't know, you don't know. It's like, have some compassion. And that's why when we get these calls, we love helping people, truly. Because it's like, if they're a better artist, their clients are going to have better um, better experience with lashes. They'll tell their friends. It's just a, it's a betterment of the industry if everybody just knows and just does a little better. And exactly. no shame. And if you don't know, oops, sorry, that's Zoe. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think it's important to help each other out and, you know, it's not, not a contest here. If you see somebody struggling or doing something, I think there's a polite way you can, you know, let people know if there can be improvements. And I think people should be open to receiving, um, criticism too, because that's how you grow. Mm -hmm. I agree. Constructive criticism, no bashing, just, you know, honesty and Mm self-reflection. Um, what is something that you find is controversial in the industry right now? Hmm. I think lash extensions as an industry is kind of, can be seen as controversial because there's so many um, bad lashes out there. I want to believe that there's more good than bad because the people I see are like just, you know, unicorns out there. But um, I think that mega volume, I hate to say that, but I think it's a little controversial because I think that people are, you know, abusing it. 
Like, oh, see, they get enamored with these like big, dark, thick, you know, sets. And they're like, all right, I'm just going to grab these chunks and throw them on there and call it mega volume. I think it's, it, I mean, I've seen it. I, like I said, I've been doing lashes a little bit more lately and I've had to take some like essentially like just like a big chunk off not that wasn't a fan. So, um, yeah, I think that, I think that that's definitely a service that really needs to be, um, done properly. Um, and you know, make sure you educate yourself if you're going to try to do advanced techniques like that, just for your client's sake, you know, exactly. Because those babies growing in. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's mega volume, but the keyword is still volume. So, it still has to be symmetrical and not sloppy. Right. Yeah. I think, I think, um, I don't know. Everybody wants bigger, more, you know, faster, <laughs> but hopefully, um, you know, we try to instill too for in people to, to go shorter. People ask us all the time, do you have 18, 19 millimeters? I'm like, no. Um, and I think the person asking for that just needs a little bit more of a consultation. Just like use that as a moment to shine. Like, show them visuals like you know you shouldn't extend that far and the weight and you know really spell it out for them because I find that usually if people know better they'll do better because I mean I when I used to get my lashes done the very beginning I was like as long as you can go Mm -hmm. I would say that just whatever you want as long as you can go and now I'm like it's just you know 10 11s like I don't know yeah I agree okay so when you were new to the lash industry, who inspired you? Um, I, when I got into lashing, like Facebook groups, like weren't really like a thing, like maybe I wasn't an active user, but I just didn't, Facebook like wasn't as like um, wildly popular as it is now. Um, so it wasn't any online influence. Um, so a friend of mine, she has a spot in, I think, I think she has two now it's Burlington and, and Woburn Mass. Uh, it's, it's called Posh Lash, and her name is Tracy Screma, and she was such an inspiration for me. She, like, taught me about cleansing and, you know, better tweezers because I just didn't have the best training at the time. So um, she was a huge help with my growth and my career and I think saved me a lot of trouble. Um, I think it just really contributed to my success just overall in the industry. So thank you, Tracy. Aww. What advice do you have for new artists? I think that people need to be patient. And it's like whenever you're new at anything, everybody always sucks. Like it's fine. Just accept it and get better. You don't have to be great from the jump. I think just practice, practice, practice your isolation. Don't worry about time. Um, Really get to know the products you're working with because that's your number one tool. It's once you know that you'll be able to be a better artist, take lots of notes and just self-awareness and, you know, see if you, you know, notice a pattern. If, if a certain client like always has retention issues, you can look back on your notes and be like, all right, you know, and you just develop patterns. So it's easier to fit it, uh, figure out if you need to make adjustments or if it's just the client, if it's, you know, you need to cleanse or whatever it is that you need to adjust. I think, um, just having that your own personal data is is really helpful. So client notes is, is important. I feel like even just being on the Lash Affair Instagram, you learn so much. Just if you actually read the captions and and stuff, um, 
I don't know. I feel like I always learn something when I'm on there. Um, that is great to hear because, I mean, we put a lot of effort and thought into it. And we, like I said earlier, we love helping people. And if it's something that we find that people should know and it would help them, we we always um, try to get that information out there. So thank you for, for loving our feed. And we love supporting you and your team and the lashes that you do. It's You really have an impressive staff over there, Shelby. Oh, thank you. Um, so what, are you guys going to any trade shows or conferences the rest of this year? We are. Um, we always go to IBS Vegas. That's my favorite show. I find that one so much fun. Um, I, everybody always comes out for that one. So you get to see all your friends in the industry. And it's, it's I love the energy at that show mm-hmm. um, with our new team, too. I'm so excited. Yay. I'm, I'm going to be there, too, this year. So I'll see you there. Um, are you, are you going to, um, Prague or anything this year? No, we went to Prague. I think it was not last year, but the year before, um, cause we go to Europe a lot and we just happened to be there. I was like, why not? Um, but no, we're, we're not going to go. Um, we are doing a training in, um, Italy in September, but no Prague. That's so, That's fun. so fun. That was a fun event though. What are your passions outside of the lash industry? Uh, animals for sure. Um, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, but I just want to do everything I can to help every single animal I see. So I'm like, all right, just, just, let's just hone in on that. So (laughs) I, um, now my volunteer for the ASPCA. So I just, um, spent a week traveling and working and caring for hundreds and hundreds of dogs and it's really challenging, but it's really rewarding and I can't wait to do it again. So it's a, it's a good release for me to just, I don't know, it's in a way, um, I used to just do services and all my clients and you're like providing a service. It's very nurturing. So I haven't been in that mode for a while. So it feels good to just, you know, take care of these animals and feel like you're making a difference and in someone's life and making someone super happy. So, um, yeah. And I, I love my animals and I volunteer at a shelter too. And, in Scottsdale for senior pets. Oh my God. That is so cute. It is awesome. So I totally recommend it if you're an animal gal, which I know you are. So yes. uh, does Zoe ever like, will she be smelling you whenever you get home and stuff? Cause she can smell the other animals. When they picked me up from the airport, <laughs> she <laughs> smelling and looking at me like she didn't understand. Cause I um, actually worked and then I had to take a plan. So I had like my dog smells on me and she was like kind of freaking out a little bit, but she's fairly mellow. So she's not really um, aggressive or anything like that. She's, she's chill, but I'm sure she's wondering like what's happening. I know. Um, so <laughs> you and Paul just closed on a house in Scottsdale, right? We did. Yep. That's so exciting. And you guys came to Arizona last year. But you were in New York, so we're actually in Stamford, Connecticut, which is oh, like that's the border. Right. It's the border of New York. It's it's actually um, a lot of people that work in the city live there because it's just one stop in the train. Um, but yeah, we were living in cold Connecticut for a really long time. Um, so it's it was it was time to to leave, and this is just a all around nicer nicer place, mm-hmm. I think. Especially being, uh, it's it's a place for startups. So this wasn't sort of a random destination. It's a really good place for growing growing businesses to um, 
to grow. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, weather too. Let's be honest. <laughs> it was like 78 and breezy today. I'm like, oh, oh my God, snowing my back in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> mm, don't miss that. <laughs> so these last few questions I have um, are more for just like, in your personal life, but you can relate them back to the lash industry, of course, too. Um, but what is a perceived failure of yours that ended up working out in your favor? A perceived failure. Okay. And this is an honest moment. So I feel like the best thing that ever happened to me is when I got fired from a job that I had in my early twenties. I mean, I was in my early twenties, so <clears throat> I'm still like a kid at this time, but I got fired from this like elite day spa that I was working at at the time. And I was so devastated. I was like, oh my God, I had this full book of clients and just was really upset. Um, but it ended up to be the best thing that ever happened because it just fueled me. Um, that fear of like, just not knowing, like, I'm like, all right, this is it. What are you going to do? Go to another place or just start your own business. So I did that started my own business. And I, um, you know, obviously <clears throat> I left and uh, my clients, I was staying in contact with a lot of them and I was going to their house and just doing treatments there, which I was used to that because I was already a traveling makeup artist anyway. So that didn't bother me. It wasn't ideal. Um, until I figured out like where I was going to land and I ended up opening up a spot in Lexington, uh, Massachusetts and just sort of never looked back. And I look at that as like, I'm so um, grateful for that, that I did get fired because who knows where I would be, who knows if this, I would have lash affair. So I think that was like the, that was a good thing for me. So it's never a failure if you learn and grow from it. <clears throat> That's what I think. Right. Um, what, I feel like a lot of people that I look up to or just people that are successful, um, they have like a routine, like a morning routine or an evening routine. And their life is kind of together, it seems, in those ways um, because they have so much going on. Do you have a morning routine or an evening routine? I actually don't. And I talk about this all the time because I'm like, is that a problem? Like I just <laughs> feel like routines, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I start to feel like robotic um, I, I've, of course I like cleanse my face, like that type of stuff at night that I guess is like the most routine that I have. No, I'm, I'm kind of more sporadic and just, I'm not a routine kind of person at all. No, not. I read my emails in the morning. Yeah. I feel like people are just one or the other. Cause I, I thought I was more sporadic and then I found that I actually am way more productive when I actually have a routine, at least in the morning my entire day changes. And I, I feel like some people are just, they can wing it and get the same things done. So I think it just depends. I think I'm a winger. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless I go to like my bar three class, like early in the morning, it's like almost seven fifteen to me. That's early. Mm -hmm. um, then, then like I have like a little routine, like I'll do that. Then I'll go to the dry bar and then I go to work, but I, I don't know. No routines. I'm definitely more productive in the evening too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you do anything like, do you read books or listen to podcasts or meditate? Maybe do you do anything for like personal growth? 
All of the above, actually. Um, I just started reading a book, The, the Power of Now. Um, and that's like about spiritual enlightenment and just like being more present and, you know, how to grow and be a better person. And, um, that, so that I just started that. That's been great. I listen to podcasts like every day, like in the car. I don't really listen to music in the car anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I listen to books on tape too. Okay. You know what I did that is, um, really awesome and you should totally try it. I did one of those float tanks. Have you heard of this? I have heard of this. I I think I need to try it because so many people have told me to. So you did that? Amazing. Yes. I brought Paul um for uh, when did I I think I brought him for his birthday and I joined him. So yeah, it's like an hour and you're in this little pod and it's like really dense salt water and yeah, that's meditation on a whole nother level. So if you have a busy mind, which I feel like I do, and it's it's really important to take time for yourself and slow down and just makes you better when you're on. And I think a lot of people just try to burn it and like just grind. And I, I used to do that. I mean, I kind of do that and I'm practicing and trying to not be so like that because it's not, it's not good for you. So that was um, quite an experience. So I highly recommend it if you have a float tank um, place near you to try it or anybody that's listening. Okay. I will do that. Um, what is a purchase that you've made recently that has improved your life in some way? That's less than a hundred dollars. I got two gems on my mind here. So I have some issues with sleeping and I started taking this melatonin. It's like melatonin on steroids. It's called cavities. So I've been like sleeping so much better. And I think that was like 40 bucks or something like that. Um, and I take it before I go to bed and I fall asleep almost like within 30 minutes. So that was life changing for me. Um, sleep is so important, especially if you're lashing in such an intense job, like you have to recharge and sleeping is like the best thing for that. Um, and this mineral makeup that I don't even know how much that is, like $40 or whatever as well. It's called Advanced Minerals, and that was life-changing. Seriously, like, can't even ta- tell you how amazing it is. If you haven't tried it, I'm going to send you um, some to try because it's so great and you need it in your life. Is it, like, powder or? Just powdered full coverage because huh. it's huh. like, you know, you got those lashes, so it's like, all right, I don't want to, like, spend so much time getting ready, so you just, I put a brow on brush my face with the powder and I'm like good to go yeah and it's full coverage full coverage oh my gosh I've tried them all too I'm very confident in saying I've tried like every mineral makeup out there mm-hmm. and this is this is the ticket so I'll send you one I have a bunch in my office yeah yeah you're fair you're fair like me so I feel like it will match okay cool yay um you just won my giveaway <laughs> Uh, so do you have any words that you live by? Hmm. I feel like I'm all about trying to hone in on balance because I feel like that's the secret to, to really anything, whether it be diet or work life or, you know, just anything. Um, and I always just say like, don't get too highs with the highs or too lows with the lows because, you know, either or is not great. It's like if you become super successful and your head blows up and you're like falling over because it's so big. Or, you know, if if you're down on yourself, if you make a mistake and you're like going to this depression. So I think just even keel is a a better way to, 
approach most things. It's just balance. I like that. Yeah. So there was a time in Arizona when there was like that lash retreat that we did as a team. And I, that was like a moment for me where like I actually realized like how passionate like you were about your team and just about helping people. Um, I don't know if you remember, like I, I had just looked at my phone. I had gotten a really bad review on Yelp and I kind of just went into the other room, shut the door and just like started crying. And like you came in and gave me like really, really good advice, which I took. And then it ended up the situation like just kind of remedied itself after that. And um, do you remember like what you told me or like, do you remember that situation? I remember it. You were so distraught and I felt so bad for you. Um, But I feel like those are the opportunities where you should, you know, take advantage and learn something because I I think I said to you, um, and I never try to downplay if anybody's upset, but you have to sort of like get people's focus off the negative and you were crying. So Mm -hmm. I think I was honest. I was like, you know what? It's probably not going to be your last negative review. You can't please everybody. You could be the nicest, most punctual, give the best service ever. And you can always have some person that's going to have something negative or they'll find something negative to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the way that you handled it after the fact was great. <clears throat> Instead of just either ignoring the review, um, you went on and you took responsibility for, I, I don't even recall what her complaint was, mm-hmm. but it wasn't valid clearly. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's important to um, face the situations head on and, you know, recognize them what the problem is and just being honest with yourself and not trying to get too worked up about it. Um, and sort of like I said before, don't get too high with the highs and too low with the lows because you can't let something like that or someone's comments or, you know, reaction to you online bring you down because it's that's a kind of a fearful way to, to live. Right. It's like, can't prevent somebody from leaving a negative review and you can't live in fear. And I think all you can do is just go back on and, um, state what really happened or your side of the, um, argument and just approach it head on as a business owner. And, um, don't let people walk all over you. I don't necessarily believe like the customer is always right type of thing, but there's always a diplomatic way to handle it where the, um, client, I should say, or customer feels respected and heard, I feel like at the end of the day, that's usually all people want is they want to feel heard. Thank you all so much for tuning in once again. Um, I loved talking to Janelle and I'm glad that I had her on the show. Um, Before I go, I just have to say um, I've been using Instagram and Facebook to share the upcoming guests for um, the podcast. And ever since I announced that, Um, Lash Boss Radio was on Instagram. The amount of love and support from those in this industry, um, in the community, has been really heartwarming. It is definitely affirming the reason that I'm doing all of this. And I just had to say thank you um, to everyone who kind of like interrupted your Instagram stories or like your feed to just post something about Lash Boss Radio. Um, I thought it was really nice and it definitely didn't go unnoticed or unappreciated. And um, yeah, so thank you all so much. It's really awesome how together our community is. 
and I'm just really happy to be a part of it. Um, I will talk to you guys super soon. Thank you so much again for listening.